Hello, everybody. Joe Malone here coming to you live from Dallas Trading Floor. It is a Wednesday, the 5th of November, and we are plus, uh, I guess this is the second day, we haven't figured out what <laughs> what is going to happen in terms of the election. So we're still working on that and uh, don't really know. But we did have one thing very interesting happen, and that was we did have a follow-through day. And the follow-through day is very interesting. Uh, it is basically a fourth up day in a row with uh, increasing volume. And what happens is, is that signals a direction change. As you know, we've been in a correction since, uh, you know, since about uh, uh, the beginning of September, we've been moving down. And uh, it looks as if we are at a stage now where that is going to change. And uh, so we're in a confirmed uptrend. It's time to take some of the money that you've had on the sidelines and start to move into the market once again, because, uh, you know, this is the time when we start to see the, the largest increases. And definitely we've seen some very good uh, increases on the fangs. They had pulled off, Apple pulled off. It looks like, you know, now might be the time to come in uh, back into the to the market. So let's get to the slides. Just kind of wanted to show you basically where um, you know where uh, where the Nasdaq is is today. It uh, this was taken a little bit earlier. It's eleven eight eight three, and uh, we are in a confirmed uptrend. And uh, so it's up about two dollars and fifty two cents. As you can see, we had one two three, and then this is the fourth up day. So this is the fall through day. The fall through day actually happened actually happened well, at the end of last night. And then I sent out an action trade alert in that we were moving up. As you can see, we've moved, we've pulled up strongly here. So this is, a, this, is, this is signaling that a lot of the money, now that the election is over, is, seems to be coming back into the market. Let's take a look at the spider. And uh, this is a critical, uh, you know, th this, is, this, is a, this is a very critical um, a chart in that it shows that we have we are now approximately where we left off 351 the critical the, the critical juncture for this uh, as we retake the upward trend is about 360 uh, currently the spider is up seven dollars and 63 cents today as you can see we made the turn and then we had one two three and now we're at the fourth day so this is a this is a um, this is this is a follow through day, and this is a confirmed uptrend. So we are now going to start retaking that uh, movement up. So that's a, so that's welcome news, uh, you know, because September was a, you know was a tough month when it when it when it came right down to it. Um, you know, we were in a downward trending market. It's very hard to make money in a downward trading market. There are ways you can do it, but typically in a downward trending market, eight out of um, 10 stocks are going to lose money. So when we confirm to when we move to a confirmed uptrend, we're putting the odds on our favor a lot more. So it's it's more even it's it's you know more of the stocks are going to move up in a confirmed uptrend. So very good thing happening. Also, we have a we also have a, a similar move on the QQQ. Uh, as you can see, it's it's definitely moved up right to this 350. This is a this is an important this is an important. Uh, uh, this is an important point here. We we've moved up to 350. If we, uh, excuse me, up to uh, about 300. If we cross about the 300 line, we will definitely be powering a lot higher. But we did have a fall through. We, we didn't. We didn't. We haven't quite had a fall through day on the on the QQQ. But I suspect that will be today, as we move above this uh, this this uh, uh, 300 mark. Now we're up seven dollars and fifty three cents when this was taken. So that is good as well. So it's now it's time to start coming back into the market. And um, just uh, for those of you who've been looking at my small portfolio, I did add uh, an interesting stock today. I added a full position, a stock called Palantir Technologies, and uh, it is a recent IPO. But it, uh, you know, it what it, uh, it it this is a typical IPO base. It, it opened. Uh, you know, it, it opened, it moved way up, and then it pulled way back, and then now it's been consolidating. And as you can see, there was a breakout into this blue area, which is the buy zone. And uh, definitely bought a full position in this today. I also bought positions uh, in several other uh, other issues 
uh, Emphy is one of them. So I'll be I'll be going over my spot portfolio uh, in just a second here. But I wanted to show you my current holdings, just so you'll know kind of where I'm coming from in that. Cloudflare, of course, I'm in that. It was up pretty strongly today. Grayscale Bitcoin Trust, I have a small interest in that. Those were already on there. I, I uh, Starting uh, yesterday, I, I, I started to put my toe in, I started to put my toe in the marker, market on Tuesday. I bought Form Factor, one position, ResMed, one position, and then today I bought Emphy, uh, Palantir, and then for my, one of my other portfolios, I bought Facebook uh, today. So I'm not fully invested, but I'm getting there. I'm trying to find the right opportunities for that to happen. Now, here's what I did on a play that I did uh, for Facebook, and this is a short-term play. Pretty simple. Went in, purchased 100 shares, and then sold a call contract, a 300 November call, a November 2300 call. So this is about a 15-day trade. This kind of gives you the breakdown of it. Uh, the it should net approximately a thousand dollars for you know for about fifteen days, or about ninety percent annualized, two and a half percent on the option, and then just a little bit on the upside. So, and this is the chart for uh, for Facebook. As you can see, this is a cup. It's not quite yet to the pivot. I bought a little bit before the pivot, and this could be a little bit dis- a little bit dangerous. But as we're making it towards the pivot, I'm pretty confident that once it hits the pivot, then I will probably be adding more. Facebook when that happens. But right now, I came in with one full position and then uh, 100 shares, and then I sold an option on it. So that's that's an alternative way of making money as well. And I like to do those a lot of times when with the bigger fang stocks out there to get to get that kind of um, that that kind of a um, of a look on it. So let's go to some of the questions. Thank you for holding on. Appreciate it very much. Uh, hi Jim. Uh, what are your thoughts on Teladoc? And what would be a good buy point? Good question. Uh, let's kind of take a look at Teladoc to see uh, if uh, you know I can give you a good um, a good buy point. I was in Teladoc earlier uh, a few months ago. Did quite well on it, um, and I think that now that we have a confirmed uptrend, it's going to be a little bit easier. Now, here's the thing about Teladoc. Let's look at the chart. Uh, currently. Uh, we we pulled back on Teladoc. Let's look at the weekly chart. That's going to give us a look at the kind of the entry on it. We are still in an ascending uh, in in a, in a, in, a, in an ascending base here, as you can see. Uh, but in this consolidation range here, we have pulled up basically to the 40-day line. Um, this is not necessarily uh, the optimal place to buy it. It's a consolidation base, not the best, but it's still not bad. It's got a relative strength of 93. Now let's kind of look kind of carefully at sort of what is happening with uh, you know with this. Currently, the cash flow is negative on this. That's not necessarily a problem on a growth stock, but just want you to be aware of that. We do have 39% fund ownership, which is excellent. We do have funds coming in, as you can see. Uh, you know, we do have some funds coming in. 1134 in June, and then the last quarter, we had 1181. So we definitely increased fund ownership. That is very good. Now here are the here are the 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 competitors in the same sector. One of my all-time favorites is Vive here, and that's of course a 99. Now we do do we have a relative strength that high? No. With um, with Teladoc, we are at, we are at 89. So if I had to choose in this sector. I would probably choose Vive, but is there a good entry point? There is. There's actually, you the the way you're going to have to buy this probably uh, is 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 on the pullback to the um, the 50 day. Now what now what I would recommend you doing is waiting, watch listing this one, let it go over 212. Let's see if it stays over 212. That's the 40 day moving average. If it stays over 212. I think that you might have a winner, but don't buy this immediately, just because it is moving back up to the uh, you know up to the um, uh, the for, uh, up to up to the forty day uh, up to the forty day average. So that's the thing you've got to look uh, look out for. There was a lot of selling, and now we're now the people are coming back into it. But ninety three, it's got an upward trend on the relative strength, so that's good. So I would wait until this thing sees two twelve, and then. And then I would probably be in it. I know that sounds a little weird. Why would you buy something more expensive when you can buy it cheaper? Well, 
part of the reason you do that is is so that um, you know is, is so that you'll get support if there's a pullback, and and that's exactly what happened. There was a pullback here, and then it saw support here at um, you know at at this level, and then it's been been moving moving higher ever since. So it saw support at at about um, two oh six, but I don't think you really should buy it until it's crossed above uh, two eleven. So about 211 is where you want to probably buy this uh, as it's moving higher. Now, you only want to buy an issue as it's moving higher. So that's that's kind of a, <laughs> that's kind of a kind of a kind of a strange trying to kind of a strange thing to do. Kind of thing strange thing to go there. But look for uh, Teladoc at about 212. If it holds that, then I think you could safely go in. You could actually go in now because it isn't an upward trend. But be but be uh, a little cautious on this because it's a below. 50-day moving average, and typically, uh, the 50-day moving average is a line that it will typically hold on. It will, it uh, because there's so many programming traders, they will typically buy or sell at this line. So we want to see it cross above that in order to get a little bit of support there. So that's that's kind of how I would play it. But uh, it's a very good issue, so I don't think you have a problem there. Bought some Yeti. Wow. <laughs> yeah, excellent. Wow, we. Fantastic, you know. Yeti was. Uh, <laughs> I I looked at Yeti. <laughs> I looked at Yeti, and I was like, uh, I was I. You know, it's. It, I looked at Yeti, and I said, God, I don't know. This is a cooler company. I don't know if I can do it. Boy, look at that. Ninety-one relative strength. Here's what I would do on that. It looks as if you have moved very nicely above the pivot, and the pivot here on the first stage consolidation basis at fifty-five, and you're at fifty-nine. So, here's what I here's here's what I would do. I would set my stop loss up, and I would probably set it right at about this level, about 57.35. I would set my stop loss at about 57.35, so if it does pull back, you're sold out. So that's how I would do that. Congratulations, that's a very good, that's a very good trade. Um, oh, cool. Uh, is there a double bottom forming on AMD? Good, another great question. Let's take a look, AMD, to see if there is potentially a double bottom on that. You know what? I can see that on the daily chart here and here. That might be the case. Let's look at the weekly to see if that. Yeah, that definitely is a double. <laughs> that is potentially a double bottom. You are you are absolutely right. I think you're, you're absolutely right about that. There is a double bottom. And by the way, folks, that is a very bullish chart. Double bottoms are great. Uh, so I definitely think this looks like a very strong movement to the upside. So. Um, you know, it's you're you're not you're not too late for uh, for uh, um, for AMD. It looks like it may go higher. It's up 145 today. That is excellent. 92 relative strength. Just got a lot going for it there. 42 um, percent uh, are funds, so that's excellent. And uh, let's just kind of see, you know, if we can, let's look at the checklist. Wow, this is 100 percent on the checklist. You can't get better than that. So I think uh, I think you're good to go on AMD. I think that's a, I think that's a real strong one, um, really really strong. So let me let me get. Um, I've been neglecting the people from TikTok, so here we go. Let me see if I can um, get a good comment here. All right, um, your email came. Oh, came two to three days too late. I apologize. You know, again, I'm having issues with the mail service, so hopefully. I will be uh, I will be improving that. I'm going to talk to the Sendfox people here. There must be something I'm doing wrong, uh, but I did issue an action trade alert on the change in the market last night at about one o'clock. Well, actually, it was today. It was early in the morning, about one thirty in the morning. So, hopefully, you should have gotten that if you're on the action trade alerts. Um, love your assessment um, of what uh, what do you think Tesla uh, and Apple uh, election surprises? Interesting. Okay. Um, well, you know, I think we're through the worst of it. Let's take a look at Apple first, just because um, I think Apple right now is probably going to be getting a lot more love uh, now that we're through this election uncertainty. It's just, it's so hard. You know, that's one of the reasons why you sell into earnings and you, and in a big event like, like, uh, like elections, you sometimes want to be real careful. We have very nice, um, you know, we did, we did have, we did have relatively good earnings up 4%. You know, a little bit. You know, considering the blowout numbers that that Apple normally does, you know, that's less than they normally do. But it's still excellent. Um, I do think that now that we're above the now that we're above the um, f uh, the fifty day moving average, this is this is significant. And I do think now we're going to see a good time for it to 
to to possibly to possibly buy it. Let's see if I can see a good uh, on the weekly chart. Let's see if we have any anywhere where we can kind of get an idea of uh, of where it is. Really, the only place you could buy it is is a, is on that on that fifty day line. And so, really, currently one fifteen. The fact that it's moved above one fifteen is very significant. Uh, that was a hurdle that it had to make. It was it was in a trading range from about one hundred three, one hundred five. On up to about 113. Now that's moved past that 115, and it's trading at 118. I think that you could comfortably, um, you comfortably come back into the issue uh, with um, with with Apple. Um, it's going to hit its next resistance at about 137. Um, it's going to hit its next resistance at about 137. So I think you're pretty safe in Apple uh, in this trend right now. From about 118 up to about 137. Once it gets through 137, it may pull back a little bit. Uh, that's sort of the next uh, resistance that it's probably gonna that's 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 probably gonna happen here. So let's look at Apple again. Yeah, we had um, we had good we had we had earnings up a little bit good. Uh, sales are sales are increasing still, so that's very good. Uh, lots of funds in it, of course. It's uh, you know it's one of the biggest of the fangs. Um, so we're I think we're back. I, I think we're back where we can. We can honestly say that uh, you know now it's time to maybe jump back in to Apple now that we've gone through the election. So I think that's real good. Let's look at Tesla. Um, of course, this is one of my favorites. I'm not in Tesla currently. I I was shaken out of Tesla. Um, it's still got a 99 relative strength, so it is doing very well. It's up 47 dollars today. The critical th- the critical uh, movement on this is can can um, can Tesla move above this 4, 465? If it moves above 465, then I think we're we think, then I think we're headed to 500. But we definitely have the right trend now, and so I'm more confident than I was before that we're going to move up to this 500 500 uh, buy point. There's two buy points on it. There's a pocket buy buy point at 466, and then there's the formal buy point at 502.49. So. Um, I think we're clear. I think we're in. The, I think we're moving in the right direction. Here's the thing. I do think that uh, right now we are going to move probably from this point, 435, up to probably 466. If we can move past that, then I think we're going to 502 on Tesla. A um, little bit less um, than average um, uh, volume, but still, you know, we're still looking really good. And of course, they had a blowout quarter. They're up um, tremendously, but see, this is a lot of times happens after a tremendous quarter. It, as you can see, they had great numbers and it fell. And you think, boy, that's weird, but that's why it sometimes it's a good idea to consider selling into earnings and then waiting to see how it reacts. I think we're, I think we've got it all clear on Tesla once again to move higher. So, um, thanks for the question. I really, I, I really appreciate that question as well. So let's look at. Um, XPNG, I don't know what that is. Let's see if let's see if I could let's see if that comes up on my screen. I don't know if that's a symbol that I have. X, um, PNG, PNG, is that right? XPNG. Let's see if like, um, no, I don't see that symbol. Unfortunately, per diem health, I, I apologize. I don't have it. Okay, let's look at workhorse. Um, you know, of course, workhorse has seen. W uh, uh, K H S, I believe that is the symbol for workhorse. Yeah, there it is, workhorse group. Um, so let's take a look at that uh, at that chart for workhorse. Um, we seem to have we seem to have been turned we've turned the corner a little bit. Looks like we have a now we have we have. If you, I hope that you were you were out of this in the downtrend, but it does look like we've turned. As you can see, this is the da- this was the this was the downtrend here. It made its bottom, and then I think it's now moving higher. Um, I like the fact that uh, you know I I really before I would buy this issue, I want to wait to see it uh, move above the 21-day exponential, and that's this green line. So I probably won't be in this if I'm in this, and I and I don't know if I will be until this is at about 19. That's kind of where. That's where the critical. And ni- I'm sorry, 1970 is going to be about it. So you want to see this thing move about to 1970 and then buy it uh, there. Let's look at the checklist 
Six out of nine, so that's still in the, that's still in the ballpark for the minimum. Let's look at the fund ownership. Yes, we're going up. That's good. So, um, you know, I I do think this one's turned the corner. I do think this one, um, but this 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 could very well turn down again. But it does have a relative strength of ninety nine. So I do like the fact that this looks as if it has turned the corner. And because we had a fall through day on the S and P yesterday, I'm fairly confident that this will start to move higher as we go on. So. Um, wait for this thing to come through about 1970 and then uh, on the watch list. And then if it does, then you might want to consider getting, uh, getting into it again if, you, if you're interested in that area. Um, so that's for Workhorse. So let's take, uh, okay, so what's the next one? Okay, so that's Tesla and Apple. Resistance too strong. Yeah, well, the resistance is strong, uh, definitely, um, on, on Tesla. There is resistance at 466, and there's resistance at 502. So now that we're in an upward trend on Tesla, that's those are the two points you have to look out for. Um, let's see. If I had 30, $38 Canadian since ish, I have some profits I'm sitting on, but I'm bullish still. Okay, well, here's what you do if you are bullish and you have profits. Why not consider selling half your position that way you can you can enjoy some of your 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 gain, but you're not completely out of the issue. So that's um, you know that's that's can be a way to go as well to uh, to do. What's the buy point on Neo? So let's take a look at Neo just to see. You know Neo has been real hot as of late. I didn't buy it, but uh, it uh, you know it's this is definitely on the watch list. It's this is a tough one to buy because there just hasn't really been a buy point. The only real way you're going to be able to buy this one probably is on the um is 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 on the 10 day line and it's moved above that so i do believe it is due for a pullback but it is it's up four dollars today it's just it's just tremendous now there is another issue is earnings are in 12 days so what you might want to do on neo and there really isn't a buy point on neo that i can give you there just isn't a formation on it but what i the way you might play neo is buy it today Hold it. Try to hold it for about 14 days. Sell it right before earnings. I think you might. That might do well. Uh, it's it's starting to get it's starting to get some interest by some of the analysts in the West. So um, you know, Neo is Neo is probably going to move higher. Uh, absolutely, it's probably going to it's probably going to move move higher. Okay, so renewable energy stocks are way up. Thoughts on on. Uh, uh, SP and BE, they're almost okay. Yeah, and, and of course, this is the sympathy um, for you know. This is this is. I'd be a little bit careful on this because you know the election is still is still being contested. Uh, if Biden wins, absolutely, this is this is going to go this is going to go higher. But um, you know, it may pull back if Trump uh, for some for in, in some way uh, pulls it out. We don't. I don't know what's going to happen on that. So. Um, would I buy this? Well, it's a, it's a good chart pattern, but I just don't like this chart that much. So I probably would not be a buyer of BE. Uh, just, uh, you know, just, just, uh, uh, I just, I probably would not be a buyer of BE on this. It's, it's almost pulled back to the 200 day moving average. So I don't, even though it does have an upward trend, which is, which is definitely what you're, you know, it's definitely what you're looking for, you know, is, is an upward trend. Uh, we, we are, we have been in a downward motion here. So uh, I am not as bullish on BE. So let's take a look at uh, the other uh, other issue that you indicated uh, here. Um, PWR. Let's look at PWR. PWR. And um, PWA, Quanta Services. And it, it's, um, uh, it's basically a contractor for the pipeline and the electrical industry, this is kind of like a lineman company. I like this. I, I like this chart a lot better than BE. Uh, this is a services company, and I do think that there is. A, I think this is a good area uh, because, regardless, um, you know, this is this has been a trend with many of the large uh, ISOs, independent system operators in the electrical industries. They do contract out a lot of their maintenance, and these people are definitely in a position to take advantage of that. Um, we do have, let's see, we do have a very nice trend here. Uh, f 94 relative strength, that is excellent. 
uh, and we did just have a largest volume since the first base. So there's a lot of interest in this issue right now. Um, fund ownership is tremendous. Checklist is good. Um, boy, I tell you, out of these two, this is the one you want, PWR. You don't. I, this is far superior to BE, and this is a this is a good stock. Uh, this is this is a good stock. Fifty-two percent fund ownership. So, um, if I were looking at two of those, I would I would uh, I would I would go with a PWR. I think it's giving you give you more bang for the buck, and we're in a good portion. We're a good time with that industry. So I think uh, you know that would work very well for you. But uh, and I know they're moving fast, but PWR I think is where you want to be. Um, Mega Homes. So here we go. Uh, buy point on Twitter. Um, I, you know, interesting. I I think that Twitter may see some <coughs> now that the election is over. It may see some real, some real, um, some real interesting action. Um, the question is, you know, what is the political situation? Because Twitter could get hurt if there were investigations, and I think that is coming. Um, earnings per share is up twelve percent. That's excellent, but there is a pullback. You know, I would like to see this thing move above the 50-day, 50, the 50 but it's right at the 50-day. So is there a place to buy this? Let's look at the weekly chart to see if there is, if there is any. Yeah, okay, you could buy this off the 40-day off the line. We have definitely moved, you know, on the weekly chart, we have, you know, we definitely have a trend, and, and it's, it's right up that 40-day that, that moving average. 89 is a relative strength, so that's definitely in there. Uh, let's look at let's let's look at some of the other characteristics here. Excellent cash flow. Uh, the funds are 44 percent, and they're and they're increasing, so that's very good. We had uh, it looks as if we had yeah the September numbers, June numbers were not so hot, but the September numbers looking good. So, you know, I have to say, um, boy, um, where would I go with it? Would it be Pinterest? Was it would it be um, C Limited, Snap, you know, I, I like them all. Um, I, I, I like them all. I probably would pick Snap over Twitter right now, um, just my personal opinion. Let's look at Snap just to see. Uh, Snap has a, has a very good chart. Um, so let's, let's, let's look at Snap. Um, uh, and a po- yeah, this is, yeah, as you can see, this is a better chart. Uh, Snap has a better chart that has the beginning of what they call a high tight flag. Let's look at the daily to see if I'm right about that. Yes, I am. You see, we had this gap up here with on tremendous earnings. This is going to go higher. Snap is going to go higher. Now it's pulled back a little bit, but this is going to be an action trade alert probably because yeah, this is the one you want as opposed to Twitter. I think you want Snap. Um, this this is this is prob- almost definitely going higher. Let's look at the weekly chart. Let's just to do the kind of the you know smell test on it. Um, yep, the funds are, are moving up nicely. We've had nice profitability. It, it's in, you know sales are impro- sales are improving. We're still we're 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 still uh, uh, not revenue positive. I mean we're still not uh, profit profitable, but we're getting very very close. Uh, I just think that Snap is is looking very good. It's got a ninety eight relative strength. And an eight out of nine on the checklist. This is a good stock. I think that this is going to give you better, more bang for the buck than, um, than um, uh, you know, than uh, um, than Twitter. I think I think Snap is where you want to be. Uh, I do think that uh, you know we may see this kind of thing potentially by the end of the year go as high as uh, as sixty sixty five dollars a share. So. Pretty strong uh, with Snap. I'm going to put that down on the watch list for Snap. Uh, and that probably, you know, I'm just trying to find a place to buy it. But uh, I think that's the one you would do better in uh, with Twitter. Not that Twitter is bad. It's just that I think Snap is just ready to pop higher. Um, what do you think of Alibaba and JD? I love JD. JD was on my list on my action trailers this morning. I did not buy it. I just, I had to, you know, I had to make a decision. I bought Emphy. Instead, just it's a little bit, a little bit safer uh, move, but uh, you know, JD is up ten dollars today. It, it's just, it's, it's tremendous. Uh, as you can see, it's a blue dot, which is the best. Um, yeah, this is just, this is just performed beautifully. 
Uh, it's moved above this level. Uh, it's pulled back. It, it's still, it's just slightly extended from the pivot. It's slightly extended from the pivot. I have that in my watch list. I want to show you that. Uh, I, that, that went in my watch list yesterday, JD.com. Unfortunately, we're extended. We're just barely extended. Uh, yeah, we're extended in everything. We're extended in Palantir. We're extended in Teradyne. We're extended in JD. Those are the ones that I put on. Uh, those are the ones I put on yesterday, and they've all moved up. Um, Emphy is a little bit slow. It's 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 in it's in a buy zone, but it's it's not extended. So probably picked the wrong ones here. But uh, you know, it's it is what it is. Um, you know, I did I did move into Palantir today. Palantir and uh, Emphy. I'm up a little bit. I'm two two percent today, so that's not bad uh, on that. But you know, it is a strong day today, so that's that's why that's happening. So um, interesting uh, on that. By the way, if you are interested in seeing, this is the this is the portfolio that I trade. These are actual real trades, you know, nothing held back. Um, exactly what profit, what I made, what I lost, the whole thing, and the watch list. And in order to uh, you know to get a link to that, and it's just a Google Sheet, so it's easy to get a link to. It. You just go over to um, the website, and this is what the website looks like. Dallas Trading Floor now. Uh, this little fill-in here, free trade alerts, that's for the free trade alerts, and that's like uh, I sent out one last night on that. But there's also another sign-up for a different list, and that's the link list. And, that, and then I'll send you out a little link, first and last name, and email. Hit the submit. Of course, it's all free, and you can cancel anytime you like. But this will give you a link that you will be able to look at um, the small portfolio and how I'm trading it real time. So that's kind of a, that's kind of a fun thing to do. If you're looking for some trade ideas that uh, you know maybe maybe your watch list uh, you might want to augment your watch list a little bit as well. Shopify. Oh, Shopify has been the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> um, it, Shopify pulled back kind of like Amazon, but I think uh, I think we're back. You know I think we're back on shop. Um, let's take a look at it. It pulled, you know, it has this cup with handle formation. That's on the daily chart. Let's look at the weekly chart to get a better idea of kind of strategically. Yeah, we had the cup with handle. We've pulled back. We're now above the 40-day line. I like it there. Uh, I do think that this is ready to make a move. It, boy, it's up $110 a day. That is just phenomenal, folks. That is phenomenal, 96 relative strength. Um, can you buy it at this level? It's 100% checklist. Wow. Um, you know, I think you can, actually. It's it's not technically in a buy zone. The The buy point on this one is um, a cup with handle buy point, 1130. But I think you could buy this as it moves towards the cup with handle. It looks like it's going to pull up. And it looks like we have another at least 100. We may have another 10% up on this one. This is very, very strong. The only, the only uh, drawback here is the volume. It's not as strong as I'd like to see it. But it looks like going into the end of the year, this one too. Boy, I tell you, it's amazing how, uh, how an uptrending market makes such a difference. All, most all of these issues just a few days ago just weren't, just weren't cutting the mustard because of the, up, because of the downtrend. That's why when it moves, when it moves, reverses from a uh, market, um, a market in correction to a, a, a confirmed uptrend, that's when anyone you want to put, put on the gas because that's when many of the best buys are. So, um, okay, GBTC uh, is a new best friend. Um, GBTCT, um, let me, uh, let me, I think it's GBTC is what you're talking about, your new best friend. Yeah, this one's pulled very nicely. By the way, this is in the small portfolio. And I recommended this one basically uh, last week, and so we've done well. We, we, we basically came into it at about the, when it crossed the, 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 uh, the, the, thir- the um, fifty-day, uh, the fifty-day line on a small cup formation, and then it's been moving up ever since. I do think though, it may, it's going to see a little bit of resistance at about seventeen dollars, and we're seventeen seventeen right now, but I think this can move up easily easily to the $37 uh, mark. But it's gonna, it's probably going to pull back a little bit before it does that. But I think the trend, at least I, as far as I can tell here, the trend on GBTC is, is, is up on that. We may get some pullbacks. We probably pull back to this line and then up and then up like a seesaw until we get up to about this, this line here. 
which is uh, about the 3450 mark on that. So that's going to kind of give us an idea of how I do think that was going to trade. So GBTC, this is an interesting ETF. They hold about 4% of the world's ETF, uh, Bitcoin, and this is a good way to pay Bitcoin because even, you know, even if we get um, a resolve on the election, which I hope we will get before the end of the week, um, I do think that... Um, I do think that there's going to be a greater demand for Bitcoin just because, um, you know, there's going to, there's, 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 there are currency issues. We may be getting in that second stimulus package. Don't know on that. Uh, but, uh, you know, there is a little bit of concern on the, um, you know, on, on, uh, on the currency. So Bitcoin is a good way to play that. And the easiest way to play that, the most seamless way to play that is the GBTC, which is the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. So let's see. Uh, can you provide um, can you provide feedback on Diamondback Energy? Let me I let me see what the uh, symbol is on that. It's D I A M D back Energy. Almost nothing in the energy sector right now is good, unfortunately. Um, let's see if I can give. Let's uh, in Midland, beautiful Midland, Texas. Um, okay, the, where is the, oh, Viper, okay, <laughs> I see, okay, thank you very, very much. You know, I, I'd forgotten, I, I'd forgotten it was Viper, V-I-P-E-R, uh, and there we go, okay, is we going to get Viper? No, let's see if I can, let's see if I can get in there with Viper, V-I-P-E-R, is that right? Let's see. Or VIPR is that okay? Where does it? How does it trade? Fang. I'm sorry, it trades as Fang. <laughs> Viper. I can't. I can't remember where it traded at. Fang. F A N G. It's not a Fang stock. It is the stock with the symbol Fang. <laughs> so I got that wrong. There we go. Now I'm back energy. No, I, I. You know, I hope you're not in this issue. Uh, I just don't think this is where you want to be right now. It's just. It's just. It's just not a good story. We have a downward trend here uh, that I think is, 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 is fairly severe, as you can see. We have a, a relative strength of a 2. Not good. Uh, even though we've pulled up, uh, you know, I, I just, I think if you're in this thing, I think you want to leave 4 out of 9. Yeah, the fund ownership. You just don't want to be in this one. I, I'm sorry about that. Hopefully, the oil business is going to firm up a little bit when the when the economy reopens here in the United States and the rest of the world. But right now, you don't want to be in the oils. It's just there's too much oil chasing chasing uh, chasing too few customers right now. Believe it or not, we are in an oil glut, and um, you know. So I don't think uh, I don't think you want to be there. I just I just don't think you want to be in that in that issue. Uh, Jim, uh, tomorrow may be a sell-off day uh, since Friday. Yeah, it possibly will be, but I think that I think that because we've changed direction, I I do think we're going to see some. I it depends on the election, but I do think we're going to see some solid selling into, uh, you know, possibly into the weekend. But I just don't think uh, we're going to be selling sell-off as normal. So I I wouldn't I don't expect as much of a sell-off yesterday. I mean yesterday tomorrow as uh, has been the case. So I think, uh, you know, that's uh, that's why. Is NEO a buy? I certainly think it is. Uh, I, th I certainly think it is. But let me, you know, just let me just see. Let's look at all the statistics here to make sure, you know, because, you know, it's all about the statistics and, and not, you know, not about what we don't want to think. We don't want to guess. We want to know. And, and let's look at the criteria. It's got an excellent checklist uh, it's 88% on the checklist. It only is only one thing, only one area that's falling down, and that's that's uh, that's earnings per share. And the, and you know, and part of the reason is is because they are not making, um, you know, obviously they're take there's they're 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 still in a loss position. But let's look at that. This they reported an excellent last quarter, up 140% in terms of the profit. So, um, is there a buy point on this? I I think so. I would like to see this pull back a little bit below 40, but. You may not be able to see it below 40, so I would buy this. I would try to buy it. Uh, I don't want you. I don't think you want to buy it at the market price today. Wait for a pullback, but you know you might you might be waiting a long time for a pullback. So, 
I definitely think it is a buy. Uh, just remember, if you do buy this, you need to set a stop loss because this could pull back on you very hard uh, as well. Uh, DB, DCBO. Let's look at DCBO. DCBO. And see if we can get that. Oh, did I get that right? Uh, DCBQ, maybe? DCBQ. Uh, no, that's not it either. DCBO. DCBO. I don't have a symbol for that. Sorry. Uh, oh, hey, Mohammed. Thanks for saying it. Is it a good time to put some money in the TQQQ? That is a good question. You know, um, for everybody out there, there's these two companion ETFs. One is called the SQQQ, and the other one is called the TQQQ. And basically, they're two sides of the same coin. And that is, they leverage uh, the return on the Qs. So if the Qs go up one, the TQQQ, if it's going up, will go up three. That's, that, that's what they say. Uh, and if it, the, the TQQQ is going down, uh, going down one, the SQQQ will go up three, so it's three times leverage. The Qs are shorting the QQQ. The, the SQQQ is shorting the Qs, and the TQQQ is going long the Qs. So, that all said, yes, uh, we moved up nicely today. We moved up over thirty dollars on the TQQQ. It, every anytime there is a anytime, this is a very good play, by the way. Anybody out there? I didn't make this play because you know I knew about this play, but I just. I didn't pull the trigger on it, but anytime you have, anytime you have a market direction change, we moved from a market under pressure, I mean, a, a market in correction to a confirmed uptrend. Whenever that happens, the next day, the TQQQ usually goes up significantly, and that's definitely the case here. It was up $33 today. Now, the question is, will it continue to move higher? I think it could. I think it could pull back, but I think it could move above 160, 167. So there might be some juice here uh, towards the end of the week, but be really careful about this one because because this can turn against you in a very, 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 very uh, quickly. So always, if you buy this thing, continuously put in your stop loss, move that up, keep keep about a 5% gap in there. But But if you buy this thing, Put your stop loss in because these can snap back, and boy, when they do, it can be brutal. But yes, the TQQ in a rising market is a good thing. So thank you for that. Uh, Kahoot, K-H-O-T-F. I've never heard of that. This must be a penny stock. Uh, and you know, typically I don't like to trade stocks that are under um that that are that are under um ten dollars and the reason I don't is because typically they are less stable and uh but you say well you know gosh if its stock is two dollars and it goes to four dollars that's a hundred percent gain that is true but it is easy it it's easier to make money with better stocks and fewer shares of them so it's just an easier way to play so I typically don't buy uh, issues that are under ten dollars. It's just it's just something that I've learned over time to do. Now, have I bought stuff and made money on under ten dollars trucks? You better believe I have. But it is harder to do. Um, all right. So let's look at uh, a Apple again. I, we we covered Apple before, but let's kind of revisit it. I think that you know this is this is the one now. I think it finally may have turned the corner. Uh, you know, because it, it was pulled down so much, and I think it, it, it definitely is is now going to probably move above the 50-day moving average. And that's currently where we're seeing it right now on the, on the weekly chart. Let's look at the daily chart to see if there's any entry points here on Apple. Yeah, we've pulled above the 40-day line, so we definitely are in a uptrend on Apple, as you can see. We, 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 we've turned the corner on it. I think that it could easily move very easily. It's going to see resistance at about the 125 level. So I think that we have potentially $5 upside probably by the beginning of next week on this stock. Uh, and then I think it will hit a little resistance right at this right at this 125 level. But uh, it's up strongly today, $4.08. Considering the size of this stock, you know, that's pretty tremendous. Uh, as well, so you def there's definitely is a little bit more to go on, um, on on Apple. I think in the in the very very short term. 
All right. So your thoughts on uh, BYDDF? You know, I don't think that these are these are these are sound like uh, stocks that are trading on on maybe the Toronto. Um, typically, a stock symbol only has f- four or less uh, uh, four or less letters, so I don't think I'm going to be able to pull those up, unfortunately. Um, let's look at uh, t- uh, on the TSX. Oh, okay. Look at uh, AT. Unfortunately, uh, uh, unfortunately, but um, I don't have access to the Toronto. I don't. I only have access to the the. Um, and I apologize for that. I don't have access to the Toronto Exchange at the moment. I'm looking. I'm looking at uh, at that uh, in the future. Beyond Meat, B Y N D, B Y N D, and Beyond Meat has been. Pretty excellent. Um, let's look at that issue. I haven't, I haven't visited that in a few weeks, and I'm currently not in. Uh, I'm currently not in that issue, but it looks like it has turned the corner as well. It 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 looks like it saw its low, basically about here at about the 120 uh, at one uh, 142 level. It looks as if we are moving higher on Beyond Meat. So that looks. You know that does that does that does look good. Looks like we have turned the corner there. Yeah, it looks like we have turned the corner and we're headed higher. Now, uh, this this probably will. Uh, if the place to buy that is above the um, is is above the 150-day moving average, which currently is at uh, 158. So the get ready to buy this one. Get this in your watch list. Set an alarm if this thing moves convincingly. Tomorrow, with decent volume above 158, I think you could buy this one, and and then basically up to about 195, 197. That's what it's looking like here. The only issues, though, is it's kind of not the greatest place to buy this. It's got earnings in four days. So here's what I would do with Beyond Meat. I wouldn't buy it right now. I'd put it on the watch list and uh, see how it see how it trades through earnings. It probably will pull back a little bit through earnings, even if they have. A profit. Let's check. Um, you know, let's kind of check things here. They've had good profits as of late. I mean, their their sales are moving up. This is this is a very for a growth stock. This is the most important thing. Uh, earnings per share important, obviously, but the most important thing typically are sales, and sales have moved up nicely for Beyond Meat. Now, what group is it in? It is in. Um, you know, nothing quite has this this level of relative strength. This is eighty nine, so this is a top in this group. This is this is top. Iowa beef producer. You know, all these ones, Call Me Foods, all these these have nothing near the relative strength that Beyond Meat does. This is a much better chart. Now, tactically, I probably wouldn't buy this at the at this moment. I would wait until we cross the first stage cup with handle. So I would wait for earnings on this one. And see if it moves above 167.16. If it moves above 167.16, that is the buy point, and that's where you want to buy it. So, BYND buy point is equal to, and I'm going to put this out on the chat here uh, in just a second. 167.16, uh, 167.16. And what this means basically is that if it can move through this. Buy point, it's probably going to go higher. So um, you know, so so that's uh, you know that's the story with Beyond Meat. So don't buy it into earnings. Wait four days. It's going to be reporting next week. See how it reports. It probably will pull back, but then it will start moving higher. If it moves up to the buy point, and uh, if it moves up to that buy point, then I think you want to consider making, uh, you know, moving into it as well. So let's look at. Thanks, Arnold, for waiting, Baba. This is Alibaba, and I think you're going to see a pretty good chart on this one. Um, this is the largest e-tailer in China. Of course, everybody knows that. Uh, and these are the ADMs, the American Depository Receipts. It's pulled back a little bit to the um, the 50-day line. There is, unfortunately, a very large selling action in here. But let's look at the daily chart because I don't think we've that's totally telling the tale yet. No, we do have some we do have some pullback. After earnings, I think that you want to be careful on this one. Uh, I wouldn't buy it until it was in a confirmed uptrend. I don't think you can buy Alibaba right now until we see it bottom. It has not bottomed, uh, so there's really no buy point on this one. This is a watch list uh, and wait for the reversal on this one. 
This is still moving down. We have two very, very large sell-off days. This is, a, this is a sell signal here, by the way, on this chart. I just want to, want to kind of point it out to you. Uh, I, I, kind of, I kind of want to point out this, this to you here. This is the volume. Oops, let's see if I can get that in there, right? Yeah, there we go. So th these two volume spikes here, they're far above the me median here. And this is an exponential chart, by the way. So there is institutional selling going on with BABA right now. The relative strength is also, as you can see, moving downward. And that is not what we want to see as well on this indicator here. It's 89 relative strength, but it was higher. So it looks as if we have fallen through the 40-day line, the 50-day the line. This, unfortunately, is not a buy at this time. We have we have this action. So the current the, 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 the current trend is downward on Alibaba. So I can't recommend I can't re recommend Alibaba for you right now, Arnold. Sorry, but uh, it just I don't think that I don't think I think it's going lower based on that. Um, okay. So let's look at uh, AYX. Let's look at AYX. AYX to see if there's anything in there. And that's uh, it does data analytics and it's data analytics program self service. It looks as if it is due on for earnings basically tomorrow. Not a good day to buy it. Don't buy it before earnings. Wait until after earnings. I think that uh, this one may pull back to the 200-day. That's what kind of looking like it is to me. It's only got a 56 relative strength. Be careful on this one. Yeah, this is a 5 out of 9. This is not a buyable as it is now. Um, you might want to watch this, this one, but I don't think that this one is when you don't want to buy this one. Wait until earnings, see what happens. I think you're probably going to see a reversal on earnings, but you never know. I mean, it, it could... It could not reverse on earnings. The sales have been have been moving up, but they have decelerated a little bit. And this is a very important in, in terms of growth stocks. Profitability is not nearly as important in a growth stock as increase in sales is. And this does have a positive cash flow, which is good. So it's it's turned the corner on that. So that's very good. It does also have a lot of funds in this, but they are decreasing. This is not a good sign. Uh, in June, they had 525 funds in. September... 491. So the number of funds that are in this have been decreasing. This is not a good sign. So this is not bullish right now, even though we do have a pattern that is potentially it potentially will move higher. I think you have to really be cautious on AYX. I just don't think, uh, based on the chart that I'm seeing, I don't think it's where you want to be. Uh, did you add Tesla? I didn't add Tesla today. I'm basically on Tesla what I'm waiting for is to see if it can break resistance at 466. That is the next key resistance level for uh, for Tesla. I want to see if it can move past that. If it can, then I'm probably a buyer. But right now, I'm waiting for it to move beyond 466. That's essentially a pocket pivot uh, for um, for Tesla. Let me show you the chart on that one, just so that you kind of get the idea. Um, I'm going to show you, I'm going to show you the daily chart for Tesla to show you where those resistance re resistance points are. Uh, this is the first resistance point right here. Oops, see if I can get that to, there we go. That's the first resistance point there, and we're below that, and we're, we've got a good trend on this, which I like. The trend is, we're, we, have a, we, have, we have an upward, we have an upwards trend on, uh, on the, it, it made the reversal, it's pulled back, and that's moving up. So. This is, the, this is where I see resistance on the first pivot. Obviously, the second one and the most important buy point is this one right here, 502.49. So I want to see it move past this first resistance bar into this area and then past that, of course, and that's a buy. So I'm really waiting for, uh, I'm really waiting for Tesla to make the move above 466 before I'm going to add anymore. I, I, I was pulled out, of, I was snapped out of my position. I haven't gone back in, so I've been a little bit careful. I did cover NEO earlier, so I'm going to, I'm going to pass on that one. Um, let's see, hold or sell EA or SQ. Let's take a look. Uh, depends, obviously, where you buy it. Let's look at Square first, um, which uh, I think is interesting. I think, you know, S Square has definitely turned the corner 
in terms of, I mean, it's, it's moving higher. It, like with everything else, it pulled back. Uh, this, is, this is what I was talking about with the, um, with the um, you know, this, this is what I was talking about with, 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 the, with, with the correction. This was the correction. We have since made this, uh, uh, you know, this motion, it started before the correction, but we have moved above the 50-day, we've moved above the 21-day, and we've moved above the 10-day. So that's all very good. So this is the, this is the trend now on square. Um, but let's, let's look to see. Um, it's, it's still got an excellent checklist, 7 out of 9, and it does have increasing fund ownership, which is good. Uh, and it's got a 97 relative strength. So I definitely could be relatively bullish on Square at this point. Um, I do think it is important to buy it. I, I, think, I think the fact that it's moved above the 50-day is good. I think it's viable at this point. Now, is there any particular buy point on it? No. The last buy point on it, the last true buy point on it was a cup, about 20, um, um, at, and the last true buy point was about 83, and it's currently at 175. So we're pretty extended from that. Uh, so you could see this thing reverse down very, very sharply. So I would be very careful. Uh, with with Snap, I, I I'm not with Snap, but uh, Snap I like. Uh, I'd be very careful with Square at this point. I think it's a little bit high, and I think it's a little bit uh, extended, unfortunately, on that. Uh, let's see if I can take a call from um, uh, Oh DraftKings. This is for, this is from TikTok. Thanks for looking at me from TikTok. So let's look at DraftKings, and I think DraftKings. Um, I think DraftKings might be the ticket because, yeah, well, no, it's okay. It's down, but it looks like it's pulled back up. We're almost at the buy point for, for DraftKings. This is definitely a watch list here. We have a 98 relative strength. We've pulled back almost to the consolidation uh, buy point at 44.79. We're at 43.03. It's up $7 today. Wow. This, is going, this one probably, if this can move higher tomorrow, this is probably a buy if we can move higher tomorrow. We want to buy this one at the um, at 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 the pivot, and the pivot is forty four seventy nine. So let me put that out there on the chat. Uh, DraftKings um, DK in S uh, buy point is equal to forty four seventy nine. So that's so if it can if it can move past that resistance, then I think we have something that is quite significant, um, and I think it will move higher. I do like DraftKings. Uh, I, I've been a fan of I've been a, been a fan of DraftKings. It does have a lot of things going for it. Uh, good thirty five percent funds, which is excellent. It does it is. Still not profitable, but the sales have been moving up, and they didn't have any set, anything prior to the last two quarters. But the but the but the movement has been in the right direction. I do think that online gambling is going to be the thing because uh, you know places are going to be slow to to open up, and I just don't. I think I think the physical gaming is is troubled, but I think that uh, that the online gaming could be really good. Emphy. I bought Emphy this morning on a breakout. Uh, let's see how it did. I M P I. I don't know we'll, if we can if I can get that up here. Here we go. I M P I. Is that right? Emphy. Nope. Let me pull this. I M P I. There we go. I P H I. I'm sorry. <laughs> I P. HI Emphy semiconductor. Okay, yeah, looks good. Looks like it is done done kind of what I what I was hoping. Uh, relative strength's ninety three. We had a lot of buying. Uh, we had very good earnings. That's it, so that uh, off a cup formation. Um, you know, so that there's a pivot. Uh, the and the pivot is basically. Oop, let's see if we have that. It's cup with handle pivot at one twenty five eighty three. So. We are above that. Um, yeah, just very nice. It, it, it was this was a gap up. Yeah, and as you can see, the new resistance is at 142. So, 
Very, very nice. Uh, and uh, I, I was a buyer of Amphi uh, today. Uh, and we did we did finish out pretty nicely. So let me just check to see over in the small portfolio how we did on Emphy. Emphy, yeah, we're up two percent today. So from where I bought it, so that that's looking pretty good. I still think it is buyable. We're getting a little bit extended on it though, uh, which is what I don't like. So let me go down to the watch list and check to see if we are still extended. No, we're still in the buy zone. This is still buyable. Emphy is still buyable, but probably not for much longer because it's going to move above the buy zone, it looks like. Well, uh, thank you, thank you everyone, for tuning in today. I'll be back tomorrow at 2.30. And, um, you know, if you want to get on the if, – if you are watching on YouTube, if, if, you're, if you're watching us on YouTube, please, please, please like and subscribe to us. That would be very, very nice. Um, and if also, if you want to get the free action trade alerts, just go to www.dallastradingfloor. And uh, until tomorrow, happy trading.